Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Good afternoon, Delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colican District and 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. Now, good afternoon to you, Max. Hello. <laughs> now, listeners might be thinking, hang on a second, why is Max giggling? Uh, isn't he just sitting across the studio from you? Uh, not really. <laughs> not really. Do you want to explain what we're trying to do today? We're trying a new setup. I'm at home and you're at the studio. Yeah. So uh, due to the whole COVID-19 thing and social distancing and whatnot, uh, we're, we're trialling a system so that the show doesn't go off air, but uh, we keep eating sweet treats. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh, you're currently broadcasting from your bedroom. Yep. Yep. And uh, we, we'll see how this goes because, uh, yeah, we've got all the, the fun of the normal show um, to get underway. So, without further ado, let's see if we can uh, get the unbox. Radio Max. Now, uh, we're getting towards the end, if not the end, of uh, the last one of our Scandinavian box. Yep. So, uh, what have we got left in the unbox? Oat cookies with cocoa filling. Oat cookies with a cocoa filling. I wouldn't have really mm-hmm. thought of oats as a Scandinavian uh, delicacy, but there you go. Mm. So, what do we know about these oat cookies? This story might sound like a Hans Christian Andersen tale, but it's real. In 1864, Karen Felf was born in a tiny village in Denmark. As a teen, she worked as a kitchen manager, developing her skills as a chef and businesswoman. By age 26, she saved enough money to fulfil her dreams. Opening a bakery, her treats soon won over Copenhagen specialties. Her business exploded and Karen Wolf became a household name. The best part, her happily ever after, is a happily ever after for us too. 150 years later, we still get to savour crispy chocolate-filled cookies. There you go. So, are you familiar with Hans Christian Andersen tales? I don't 
No. Don't you? <laughs> you probably know them without realising you know them. So there's quite a few. Have you ever heard the story of the Ugly Duckling? Yep. Mm-hmm. That was written by Hans Christian Andersen, as was mm. uh, another tale about a certain little mermaid. A little mermaid? Yeah, mermaid. that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was uh, just like the Brothers Grimm collected fairy tales, Hans Christian Andersen uh, collected fairy tales. And very famously, travelled to Copenhagen and became a storyteller there. And a lot of mm-hmm. uh, Disney movies owe both Hans Christian Andersen and the Brothers Grimm a, a debt of gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, bust open the the bickies. So I'll try and give a bit of an audio description because I can see your video as opposed to the yeah. rest of the listeners out there. So uh, they look to be very well packaged. Um, uh-huh. Kind of yeah. a... A foil-based outer layer. Yep. And then inside, what do we got there? Oh, they kind of look a bit like wagon wheels. Yeah. Oh, not wagon wheels. Uh, mm. Chock Wheatons, for those who are old enough to remember them. Mm. Possibly not you. (laughs) Not you, Max. (laughs) I don't know. They're, They're a round oat biscuit, but, yeah, they look to... Are they meant to be stuck together, or is that just perhaps those two stuck together in the pack? On the picture, I would say the one on the bottom without any chocolate on it yep. um, is supposed to be on the bottom, All right. but it's kind flipped of. a bit. So, <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's two biscuits t- sandwiched together with chocolate. Yep. Right. And it would be about the size of, I don't know, small child's fist. Round, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, yeah, so two oat biscuits sandwiched together with chocolate. That's that's very different compared to, um, as I say, the, the Choc Wheatons that I'm thinking of were quite famous for their advertising with a talking scarecrow out in the field talking about the benefits of uh, a wheat biscuit. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's exactly what they look like, except there's two of them stuck together. Yeah. Okay, well, have a nibble. Let us know uh, what it's doing. It's hard. (laughs) Hard and crunchy? Uh Uh-huh. Flavour-wise, what have we got? Is it uh, more chocolate, more oat? It tastes like a choc chip biscuit. Just a choc chip biscuit in general? Yeah. Okay. Despite yeah. the fact that, yeah, it's all that oaty goodness. Yeah. Okay. Thumbs up, thumbs down. What are you giving it? Uh, one and a half thumbs. One and a half <laughs> thumbs. Okay. And is that the end of our Scandinavian journey then? Uh-huh. Yeah. So does that mean we're on a new Yum Box next week? Mm. I think so. Yep. <laughs> we'll have to put the uh, clues up on the Facebook page for people to have a guess of uh, where we're off to next, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Were there any clues on this month's Yum Box as to what's in store next time? Yep. What do we got? Um, the clue to next week, next month's box is um, May bring flowers. The saying holds true. There'll be jasmine and orchards in every bright who. But even more stunning... Uh, this country's natural flavours, from sweet yam to coconut, there will be oodle, 
rules for save to savor. Hmm. Okay. I was thinking with kind of the the blossomy ideas you were giving me there. May will bring flowers. Hmm. Jasmine and orchids. I was thinking maybe kind of Japanese sort of thing, but sweet yam and coconut. I'm not sure. Sweet yam and coconuts, kind of Japanese. Hmm. No. Okay, well, we will have to uh, wait till next week to find out what uh-huh. uh, what is in that yum box. Uh, uh-huh. Right now, though, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back to talk about this week's topic. So, uh, don't you go anywhere, Max. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, same for our listeners. Okie dokie, Max. It is time to have a look at this week's topic, which is... Mm-hmm. Yowies. Yowies. Now, what does one know about yowies? Uh, they're like the Kinder Surprise, but mm-hmm. they're like monsters. Yeah, that's a good description. Have you ever heard the word <laughs> yowie outside the, the chocolate treat? Uh, no. Uh-huh. Well, you're in good journey <laughs> then. So, yes, indeed, they are a uh, confectionery product that uh, was created by Cadbury and Kid Corp back in 1995, and it was one of the top-selling chocolates throughout the uh, late 90s and early 2000s, selling over a million different Yowies a week. Then they took a bit of a break for a decade before being relaunched in 2014 specifically for the US market. Uh, We'll talk more about that a little bit later. But uh, the Yowie began as the brainchild of an English-born advertising man, illustrator and author Jeff Pike, and Bryce Courtney, who is a well-known uh, author. After serving in the Navy, Jeff Pike jumped ship into Australia, finding work as a jackaroo on a remote cattle station. He became quite enchanted by the Australian outback and all the unique wildlife that we have, and so he devoted his free time to nursing different animals, whether they be injured or orphaned. After a very successful career in advertising, many, many decades later, he drew upon these early bush experiences and his love of wild places to create the Yowie Kingdom. So this is a fictional magic realm, free of all the destructive influences of humanity, where threatened wildlife find a safe haven. And they're presided uh, presided over by these magical creatures called Yowies. So, in Australian folklore, the Yowie is the Australian Loch Ness Monster or Bigfoot. It's our, it's our version of that. Yeah. So, um, they're reputed to roam throughout the Australian bush. And so, to watch over this Yowie kingdom that he created, he created six different Yowie characters and related them back to an Australian animal in some regard to... Um, be the key of that habitat. So mm-hmm. you've got Boof, the bottle brush Yowie, who is the cousin of the Bandicoot, protector of rainforests and mountains. There is Crag, the mangrove Yowie, cousin of the saltwater crocodile and protector of all these swamps and wetlands. Ditty is the lily pilly Yowie, cousin of the wombat and protector of woodlands and meadows. Nap is the honey gum Yowie, cousin of the koala and protector of forest and bushland. 
Rumble is the Red Gum Yowie, the Red Kangaroo version that is Protector of Deserts and Plains. And finally, you've got Squish, the Fiddlewood Yowie, cousin of the platypus, protector of rivers and streams. Now, yep. did, did you ever grow up watching the likes of Blinky Bill? Uh-huh. So it's a similar sort of concept in regard to that. There were other characters, um, including some of the different animal companions for um, the Yowies. They had mm-hmm. Balthazar, who was the ruler of the Yowie kingdom, and he was the, the bunyip. And then mm-hmm. in the flip opposite of that, to represent all the different threats that faced the natural habitat, um, they created the Grumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> so these are careless creatures constantly seeking to destroy the harmony of the Yowie kingdom. There was mm. Munch, who is um, the enemy of Rumble, and he was careless buildings. Blob was the enemy of Crag, and he was representing uh, pollution, as was Ooze, the enemy of Squish, but it was more kind of water pollution in Ooze's um, realm. Then Spark was the enemy of Nap and was the fire lighter. Slob was the litterer. And Chomp, the tiger-toothed tree chomper, represents deforestation and was the enemy of Boof, the bottle brush yaoi. So... Continuing on with the development of those Yowie characters, Pike then went to his longtime friend and best-selling author, Bryce Courtney, and they hit upon the idea of a confectionery product as a vehicle for the Yowie. So in 1994, they pitched their concept to Cadbury, and after three years developing the characters and going through the manufacturing pro- process, in 1997, they launched Yowie's as a foil-wrapped, character-shaped milk chocolate shell that contains a plastic capsule. And as you said, very much like a... Tinder surprise. Tinder surprise, that's right. So inside that capsule was a multi-part collectible model of some form of native Australian or New Zealand animal, uh, together with a little leaflet that had a photo of the animal, some assembly instructions for the collectible, And the first series had 50 different animals in it, plus figurines of each of the six Yowie characters to collect. And from there, you would uh, piece together your own little bushland setting or desert and play with the animals and learn about their habitats and the destruction, which was a very clever way to piece it all together as a a learning tool. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, as I said, Cadbury Yowie sold over a million units each week and in its first year sold two and a half Yowies for every man, woman and child in Australia. Wow. (laughs) They won multiple industry awards in Australia and internationally, including Best Global Supermarket Product and Best Global Confectionery Product at their very first International Food Industry Awards in Paris back in 1997. Oh. From there... Um, the collectors took over and they developed their own scene. So across Australia and New Zealand, there would be websites devoted to displaying Yowie collections, swapping Yowie collections. Um, Cadbury Yowie then expanded into Singapore, Japan and the UK, and they would have Yowie swapping expos. Yeah. Uh, to coincide with the release of the toys and the chocolates, a series of different Yowie books were released, which told the stories of the Yowie characters as they protected their domains from the Grumpkins 
And so Jeff Pike and Bryce Courtney worked together to illustrate the um, the the books with Christopher Minos and Helen Steele. And again, more than two million copies um, sold during the time, topping the Australian bestseller for uh, children's books. And from, from there came all the other things that come with kids' toys like um, clothing, games, activity books, Yowie music CDs, soft toys, all of those sorts of things. So um, after that first series of 50 collectibles, they launched the second series in 1998, which was 50 New Animals. Mm-hmm. The uh, third series released in 1999 had 50 new figurines plus six limited edition mini Grumpkins. <laughs> and that kind of remained the most common of all the series because it went from 1999 through to the year 2002 with a few little... Um, specials thrown in before the fourth series was released as the Yowie World Collectible. So they had <coughs> crystal editions of the Yowies and a Lord cool. Balthazar figurine. So they were see-through um, toys. Yeah. Then uh, in the year 2000, they teamed up with the Australian Museum to create the Yowie and Lost Kingdom um, series of collectibles of extinct animals from around the world. So there was also dinosaurs included in in that realm. That's cool. And so the Lost Kingdom series was created with Dr. Anne Musser. Um, they had a couple of different series. The first had 50 prehistoric figurines and six limited edition skulls. And that was then replaced in 2001 with a 30 figurine set and some limited edition glow-in-the-dark dinosaurs. That's cool. Uh, they went on to uh, the Yowie Adventures in 2001, which was more endangered animals, and then the Forgotten Friends series in 2003 and 2004, which were recently extinct animals, highlighting kind of the need to uh, look after species before they become extinct or the importance of protecting that threatened wildlife. So, yeah, lots and lots of different uh, animals and um, uh, grumpkins and yowies that were able to be collected over the years. But as I said, there was a bit of a 10-year gap before a new company took over um, the yowie group because in 2005, Cadbury and the yowie creators had a bit of a falling out. And in 2012, there was a new group that called themselves the yowie group to relaunch the brand. They put out a series of 24 solid one-piece collectibles so you didn't have to put them together anymore, which, as you know from uh, Kinder Surprise, that's half the fun of <laughs> opening up the pack, yeah. being able to piece it together. But uh, from there, uh, they had a series of 18 different animals and six different Yowie collectible characters. And it was originally only on sale in the US, which was a bit strange. Um, it took another three years before they returned to the shelves here in Australia. And uh, as of 2018, Yowasis was a special animated TV series narrated by Mel Gibson that was put out. But I haven't seen that one. I do remember the Yowie cartoons uh, and advertising way, way back in the 90s. But, um, yeah, I, I haven't seen the most recent of those series. But there you go. Based on uh, 
Australian folklore and now back on the, the shelves again. Have you had Gowies before? Uh, yeah. Um, Mum just brought in a box of the first and second series of <laughs> Gowies. That's awesome. What have, you, what have you got in front of you there? Uh, we've got, like, skunks, the crocodiles, and, yeah, lots of different things. It, it was always fun to collect all those things when you were a kid. Yeah. Pelicans. Yeah. I, I remember. And, see, this yeah. is an absolute trip down memory lane. <laughs> yeah. I definitely remember collecting all those things. I've probably got buckets of them at home. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there you go. So uh, they are back on the shelves, and uh, we're going to have a quick break before we open up a couple ourselves to see what's inside the brand New Yowies. But uh, if, yeah. you've, if you've got Yowie memories feel free to text in on 0439 329 713 or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and uh, post your memories up there. We'll be back after this. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. Radio Max, it is time for us to go kind of head-to-head. It's more of a, a spotlight this week on uh, yeah. the different Yowies that we've got. So we've each mm-hmm. got uh, two Yowies each, and yeah. they're both exactly the same on the outside. Hopefully there's a surprise on the inside. Do you want to talk us through uh, who you've got in your hand there? Um, I've got the green one called Craig and the blue one called Nap. So, yeah, Nap being the koala yowie and Craig mm-hmm. the uh, the crocodile yowie. <laughs> yeah. Righto. So which are we going to open first? Uh, Craig. Craig, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Rightio. So um, the design of the yowies, as we said before, they're uh, larger than a Kinder Surprise on the chocolate outside. Uh-huh. But uh, reasonably similar construction other than that. Where, yeah. a, where a Kinder Surprise has kind of the milk chocolate and the dark, or the um, the white chocolate and milk chocolate, sorry, um, a Yowie is simply just that Cadbury chocolate outer layer. What do you notice as you peel off the outer foil? The two sides aren't actually connected. They're yeah. connected by a tiny bit of chocolate. At the base. Yeah. But um, underneath the the chocolate has the imprint of the, the Yowie face or the Yowie character on it. Mm-hmm. Then when you take apart the chocolate, there's a little multicoloured um, egg thing. Yep, <laughs> little plastic yeah. egg. Yellow on the bottom, pink on the top for me. Yep, same with me. Okay. And then if you open up, as we said, sadly you don't have to piece them together anymore like you used to. But, oh, what do we got inside? I don't know because I can't open it. <laughs> there we go. There we are. I've got a northern glider. Mm, I've got a bee-eating badger. 
a bee-eating badger. Eh. So it uh, comes with a little fold-out sheet with the uh, information about each one. So mine is critically endangered. A noct- Mine is... Yep. What's yours? Where do you find that? <laughs> uh, <up> the <laughs> so on the side that has the picture of the... Um, what was yours, a badger? <laughs> up uh, in the top right-hand corner, it'll have a little face. Oh, yeah. Mine's least concerned. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There's plenty, plenty of badgers around. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what's your fun fact about the badger? Uh, their skin is very thick, which helps them protect with protection from bees and snakes. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh-huh. My glider is um, a nocturnal rodent known for gliding through the air, which wasn't discovered by humans. Until 1981. Wow. Yeah. They're so rare that there are very few pictures of them in the wild. They only live in very small parts of Papua New Guinea, and their population, unfortunately, continues to decrease as the forests where they live keep getting smaller and smaller. Oh. Hmm. So, um, as part of the uh, colours of the animal kingdom on the other side, it tells you whether yours is a mythic, epic, rare, popular, or common crea- uh, creature. So mine is oh. epic, apparently. It's got the yellow code. Mine's common. Common. There you go. Yeah. But they're extremely detailed little toys. Yeah. Like the features uh, of this little northern glider, it's got the, the little pink toes and everything. Yeah. Very well done. Mine... Mine, it has the white head, well, the white top of the head. Yep. And the brown back, and yeah. There you go. Okay, then, well, let's open up uh, Nap second then. So Mm -hmm. Nap was the the blue koala yowie. Yep. And again, it's got the outside foil layer. Mm Mm-hmm. But what's on the inside? It's even a th- kind of a thicker foil com- yeah. compared to the um, Kinder Surprise. Kinder Surprise. Why do I keep forgetting Kinder Surprises now? <laughs> Don't know. Be good for crafting the uh, thickness <laughs> of the that particular one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so again, it's the, got that. Um, sorry. It's pink and yellow oh, again. Yeah, I have a funny feeling that they must all be the same now. Yeah. Righto, what is inside Ooh. your capsule? <laughs> oh, wow. uh, don't make it easy for us to open these. <laughs> got it. Ooh. So I've got a uh, brightly coloured bird, <laughs> which I'll admit I've never seen before. Ooh. A uh, scarlet honey creeper. Ooh. Never heard of that. No, it kind of looks a little bit like a toucan with a thin beak. But mm. bright red. Mine is a green vine snake. A green vine snake. I wonder if they live near each other. Yeah. So mine lives off the rocky coasts of Hawaii, and it uses its beak to uh, get nectar seeds, fruits, and insects. Mm. But yeah, yours is very detailed. Yeah, it's even pile. Well, 
piled up in well, snakes usually do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the scarlet honey creeper is a vulnerable um, bird. Mm-hmm. And what about your snake? Least concerned again. Oh wow! <laughs> what, yeah. is, what is the um, what is the chance? <laughs> but there you go. So, <clears throat> your thoughts on Yowies? They're good. <laughs> Would you learn, They're fun. learn a lot from that? Yep. <laughs> I have no idea what these creatures creatures are until we read the facts about them. Yeah. So. Would it, would it encourage you to uh, to look a bit further and find out more information about them, do you think? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm. But, um, of course, there's a yowieworld.com website uh-huh. where uh, kids can go to find out more information and facts about all the different creatures that they, uh, they find. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. Two thumbs up. Definitely two thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Okie dokie. Well, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back after this to uh, share our sweetest tune. So uh, stick around. Okie dokie, Max. It's time for our uh, sweetest tune. Now, would you believe mm-hmm. there's not that many songs out there about yowies? Yeah. <laughs> who, who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. But there is a, an experimental rock band from St. Louis, Missouri, which uh, popped up about the time or midway through the yowie craze here in Australia. So mm-hmm. they f- formed in the year 2000. With Jeremiah Wonsowitz on electric guitar, uh, Jimbo Moppy Lil Pumpkin, now that's a name and a half, on electric <laughs> guitar, and Sean the Defensinator O'Connor on drums. And they oh. play a very uh, complex style of instrumental math rock. Oh. Did you know that was a thing? Nope. <laughs> so <laughs> the way that their music is composed is based specifically on certain um, uh, kind of mathematical properties. So there'll be very repetitious, rhythmic bass lines that are put against the guitar, which kind of fights against the drum pattern. Uh, There's lots of other math bands out there, but I wouldn't say they're the, the top of the chart sort of bands. Yeah. The sound that you're going to hear is very reminiscent of uh, one of Tyson's favourite bands called Primus because they're all over the shop. But again, <laughs> I, I tell you, they are mathematically <laughs> sound. And um, despite their attempt to um, keep within that zone of being a math band, uh, they're very unique in sound. So we're going to take a listen to their tune Whippersnapper and uh, <laughs> see what you think of this. Uh-oh. 
And there you have it. <laughs> that is Yowie with a song called Whippersnapper. Ah, oh, dear. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that wow, was indeed. different. Very different. So uh, that, Just, is, that is math yeah. rock, Max. <laughs> are, you, are you feeling all uh, encouraged to do maths now? Uh, no. I would be sitting there covering my ears. And, yep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's not particularly something I would sit and listen to, but obviously there's a market for it somewhere out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dear me. <clears throat> so <laughs> let's take a quick squeeze, shall we, at uh, the Yowie World website. Now, I believe mm-hmm. I'll be able to do this your end so that um, you can play along with me at home. Okay. Uh, because... Um, for those who uh, might have missed the intro to the show today, Max is uh, joining us live from his bedroom via Zoom. Yep. So uh, let's see if this works. Max, can you see the screen of the the Yowies? Uh, yep. Excellent, excellent. So, uh, what's some of the fun facts that we can see about Yowies? Um, the Rainforest, um, the Rainforest, uh... Alliance? Alliance Certified. Yeah, so, <laughs> as you would expect, when it's a, um, a toy that's all about teaching kids to look after the environment, uh, you would want <laughs> them to be Rainforest Alliance Certified, because that means that they are looking after the environment themselves when they're creating these products. So, they yeah. are, they're gluten and nut-free as well. Which is a positive, mm-hmm. but uh, via the site, there's lots of different um, videos, cartoons, games, competitions, and the like to encourage kids to learn more about the environment. Yep. Um, there's a bit of a history page on the Yowie itself, and uh, you can head through all the different um, uh, lands that each of the Yowies represent. So, if you went to Rumbles, his cartoon would all be about the mm. desert. Guardian of Plains and Desert. Yeah. And so, each of them have their own. They're certainly um, upgraded from the cartoon version that I remember as a kid. They're now all 3D um, <laughs> 3D computer animated. Um, mm-hmm. They do have a couple of other products that I've never come across before. So we've um, got the the chocolate Yowies that have the little, you know, hidden surprise inside. But yep. uh, there's apparently also Yowie Bites. Oh, what are they? So they're mini versions of the Yowies. Oh, yeah. cool. And they also have Yowie Gummies. Again, I've never come across these before. Oh, but, wow. Um, they, they have gummy versions of each of the Yowies, plus a few different animals, like frogs, dogs, turtles, and tarantulas. <laughs> cool. So the, the gummy treat on the outside, but then they've got the toy on the inside <laughs> which is pretty cool very unique indeed yeah. they've got um a blog 
with lots of information and about uh, the Yowie stuff, but also a Saving Wildlife page as well, so kids can find out more about how they can help endangered animals all over the world. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, uh, it's... Gosh, time is uh, flying very, very quickly. We'd mm-hmm. better check out what's new on the shelf, eh? Hey? Yeah. So uh, let's find out what's new. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 Okay, Max, it is time for us to find out what's new on the shelf this week. What have you uh, discovered? Oh, Max. I don't unmute myself. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, have you found? Uh, TV snacks. Now, Arnott's TV snacks have been around for quite a long time. What's new about mm-hmm. them? Uh, the chocolate milk flavoured, somehow. Somehow, yeah. Well, <laughs> normally they're a, a malt biscuit covered in chocolate. But, uh, yeah, according to Arnott's, they've been inspired by the Dairy Farmer's Classic Choc Milk. And they've even changed the shape of the snacks. Yeah, but... Mm. How are they going to do chocolate milk when they're already chocolate? <laughs> chocolate on the outside. Well, we'll have to find out. <laughs> Maybe it's something to do with the inside, whether it's a malt biscuit or not. Yeah. So even the uh, the colour of the box has changed. Traditionally a blue box. Now it's purple. Hmm. Okay, so inside. Still packaged in the uh, clear see-through plastic. Uh-huh. But yeah. the shape is... Uh, um, bottles of chocolate milk. Yeah. Okay, this will be uh, interesting. I'm going to bust mine open. Ah, oh. I think that answers your question, Max. Yeah. So instead of having malted centres, what have we got? Chocolate malted centres. Well, chocolate biscuit. Yeah, chocolate biscuit centre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, is it malt? Yeah, it doesn't actually... On the ingredients list now, it doesn't mention anything to do with malt. So these are a cocoa-based biscuit now. Milk chocolate, uh, cocoa butter, cocoa mass, wheat flour. So, yeah, it's gone from being a malt biscuit to a wheat biscuit that is cocoa-flavoured. Ooh. Have a nibble. Let me know what you think. Still crunchy. <laughs> Pretty crunchy. Uh-huh. Now, sadly... It's only one star on the health star rating. Yeah. So they're not too crash hot for you. <laughs> We've got, uh, ooh, per serve, 8.4 grams of sugar out of four biscuits. <laughs> That's a lot of sugar. Yeah. You, you can see why uh, it, it scores pretty low on the, the health star rating. But uh, mm-hmm. flavoured-wise, are you thinking chocolate biscuit or chocolate milk flavour? Just taste like chocolate biscuit. Yep. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down, though? Uh, one thumb up. <laughs> one thumb up. Okay. You're not yeah. ra- racing back for those. But, uh, yeah. yeah, serving size-wise, four biscuits at a time. That pack should last you quite a while. Oh. Um, <laughs> it says average seven and a half serves per pack in that mm-hmm. particular box. <laughs> if you're doing the right thing and not... Gorging yourself on the entire box. 
Well, we'll take the quickest of quick breaks because we're almost out of time and we'll be back to open up this week's Kinder Surprise. Radio, it is time for us to open up the Kinder Surprise just when you thought that uh, we'd finished opening up chocolate treats that have a toy inside them. There's one left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Okie dokie, Max. What have we got? You know that kangaroo we had last week? You're kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> Another one. Well, ha- well, actually, you can compare. How does it compare with the, uh, the Yowie? See, the detail's so different. Yeah. And these ones, they're like, they can bend easier. Mm-hmm. The Kinder Surprise ones. Kind of rubbery. And the, um, yeah, we say harder. They're very and solid plastic. Way more detailed. And yeah, a lot of detail. The Kinder Surprise ones are a lot more cartoony. Yeah. Mm. Well... I think we chalk this up as a, a win. <laughs> uh-huh. First remote episode that uh, that has worked. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, well done. Are you normally allowed to uh, eat chocolate on your bed? Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll try not to make a habit of it. Um, <laughs> we will be back all things well and good at the same time next week here on Afternoon Delight. And as always, if people want to get in contact... Uh, send suggestions and stuff like that they can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page but uh, have a great week we'll catch you next Uh Sunday yeah bye see ya middle of a cold dark night when everything's a little clear in the light of day It's always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight